Howdy, folks. Welcome to another episode of Allergic to Silence. My name is Paul, and I'm your host. Today, we address an issue of significant concern to the entirety of the human race. Is that the proliferation of nuclear weapons and the abuse of nuclear and biological science to turn instruments of peace into implements of war? Nope. Are we going to have a discourse on income inequality and the inevitable coming of the pitchforks such staggering and lopsided financial disproportion brings? Nah. Today, we're talking about gay beer, because apparently, that matters. Let's make some noise. The beers are what now? If you drink beer, you probably have a style you prefer. For some folks, that's like a Maybach, Hefeweizen, lagers, ales, stouts, porters, and the ever-dreaded pine sol swill favored by hipsters with fuckboy undercuts, IPAs. I also like IPAs, actually. I don't get the hate. But apparently, into this arena of effervescent fermented goodness, there has been thrust a style of beer heretofore unknown in the world, homosexual beer. And apparently, that gay beer is Bud Light. Honestly, if we're going to be real for a minute, the gayest beer is Stella Artois. Like, look at that bottle. You can't tell me that bottle isn't queer-coded. Or maybe one of the Voodoo Ranger styles? Anyway, not important. The point is that Anheuser-Busch, who make Bud Light and a metric fuckton of other alcoholic beverages, has had the affrontery to be decent people and solicit a social media influencer to help push their product. The influencer in question? Dylan Mulvaney. Now, I didn't know anything about Dylan Mulvaney before this whole brouhaha, but if I had to take a guess, I'd say Dylan Mulvaney is possibly the most Bud Light drinking person alive, just from the name. What I did not expect was for Dylan Mulvaney to be a trans person on TikTok, who has chronicled her transition for a while now and has been very forthcoming about quite a lot of it. The TikTok channel she runs is, honestly, it's pretty tame. I've seen far wilder things. Anheuser-Busch and Dylan Mulvaney. So, as I mentioned, Dylan is a popular TikTok user. Folks love to watch her videos. This is not news, right? Lots of social media folks command a big audience, and advertisers have been courting them for decades at this point. If you have an audience, if you have the attention of thousands of people, then someone with a sharp suit and a master's in business administration is going to slide into your DMs and make you an offer you can probably refuse but also probably won't because, let's face it, they got Anheuser-Busch money. Like, if Coca-Cola wants me to sell for them, oh, I'm selling out. Anyway, yeah, Anheuser-Busch approached Dylan to promote their beer. Naturally, the responses to this were measured, intelligent, and compassionate. <laughs> ah, fuck that, no. A lot of folk got really mad about it because apparently the culture war nonsense about drag queens and trans folks just has to ruffle the right wing's feathers or their hearts will stop beating. The parade of braying simpletons loudly announcing their refusal to buy Budweiser has been pretty constant for a week or so, and none of that impotent, table-banging fury is as perfectly encapsulated as it is by the icon of conservative voters, 
Kid Rock. Yeah. Ba with the bada, Lord of Trailer Trash decided he just had to struggle for that last fleeting ephemeral ounce of relevance by, uh, well, by being himself. Kid Rock, a paragon of moderation, really. So Kid Rock, who once shared beers with drag queens on concert tours, has decided he's had enough. He's a bipedal catastrophe, a musically inept has-been whose glory days are far, far behind him. Frankly, I was shocked to learn the motherfucker was even still alive. Kid Rock, who once had lyrics about statutory rape in a song he wrote for Osmosis Jones, a film which is objectively a far greater insult to human dignity than gay beer is, but whatever. This guy decides to buy a case of Bud Light and open fire on it. There is one natural question that arises from observing such shenanigans. Why? Why the fuck would you do that? Kid Rock... uh, No, fuck that. I'm not calling him by his dumbass stage name. He has a name. His name is Robert James Ritchie. If that ain't the softest fucking name I've ever heard... Robert Ritchie is grasping for relevance and has decided to demonstrate his exasperation in the language conservatives understand best. Short words, simple sentences, and gunfire. It's fucking ridiculous, but so is he. At least 20 years ago, he was self-aware enough to know he was a dumb piece of shit. And now it isn't an act. He's genuinely just... Sorry, folks, if I seem perturbed by this, it's because I just cannot fathom how a man who has millions of dollars, or had millions of dollars, who knows if he snorted it all away or not, could let something like the tamest, most ubiquitous beer in the country suddenly compel him to announce his ignorance in such grand fashion. Why, Richie? Why would you do this? What part of your diminishing audience sees this and thinks, yeah, I'll give him my money? Dude, we were pirating your shit on Napster before we could realize how tasteless your sonic fuckery was. Nobody cares, Richie. They didn't care yesterday, and they care even less today. Tomorrow, they won't care at all. Pathetic. I'm a total nobody, and even I can see what a transparently desperate bid for attention this is. Imagine being a grown-ass man and being able to feel angry about someone you don't like drinking a beer you enjoy. Firstly, shame on you for hating anyone, but secondly, shame on you for preferring Bud Light. Like, damn, you couldn't pick a beer worth drinking to get mad about? I'm only saying, if you're gonna get heated about it, at least have it be over something worth drinking. Like, for example, if arrogant bastard Ale decided to reach out the fucking, I don't know, who's the biggest creep, Matt Gates to rep their beer, I would also probably... No. No, I wouldn't. The thought of shooting up a case of beer in some petulant demonstration of rebellion wouldn't occur to me because I have better emotional regulation than a shrieking toddler. Of course, Kid Rock can protest and boycott whatever he wants. Boycotts and the like are a proud tradition in American history, sometimes a very effective way for the consumers to communicate to large businesses that certain practices simply will not be tolerated. For example, the bus boycott that came as a consequence of Rosa Parks was done to protest the racial inequality and inherent unfairness of forcing people, by virtue of their complexion, to a specific seat. Similar boycotts have persuaded companies to change mascots, as with Aunt Jemima, specifically protesting the stereotypical mammy iconography that that mascot carried. Many people boycott Chick-fil-A because, hey, their corporate owners really do donate lots of money to anti-LGBT causes. 
And then there's Kid Rock, and a shitload of conservative yes-men boycotting Bud Light because Anheuser-Busch dared to include someone whose existence threatened their own sense of identity. What fucking nonsense. Again, Robert Ritchie is free to boycott whatever he wants, but I don't think this is going to do anything. Why? Because markets know the mood. Let's talk a bit more about this. Let me state it very, very bluntly. Corporations market safely, dumbass. Back in the 90s, it was rare for any company to make a political statement or any kind of statement which could hurt the brand image. Let us also remember that the 90s were not the halcyon days nostalgia would have us pretend them to be. No, the 90s was a time of rampant bigotry, homophobia. It followed the satanic panic of the 80s, and you know, that, w that led right to the AIDS crisis and the ugly stereotypes leveled at gay folks because of it. Back then, you would never have seen Oreo flying a rainbow flag. You would not have supposed Coca-Cola would be trans-inclusive. You would never have expected a range of big-box retailers to bear prismatic colors and openly court folks by saying, love is love and your love is valid. But now, now they do. Why is this? Because if you want to sell to people, you have to know what they want. Entire industries exist whose selling model is predicated on appealing to people's sense of decency. Warby Parker will donate a pair of glasses if you buy a pair from them. Same deal with Tom's Shoes, and any company that donates a portion of their profits to social causes. People like to buy things, and they also like to do good. If they can accomplish both goals at the same time, the result is increased sales. And if you can charge a little more for the product, people are still willing to pay for it. Call it a decency tax. Anheuser-Busch is only the latest in a long line of companies to realize that most of their clients have absolutely no beef with the gays, with trans folk, or anybody else who just wants to, you know, live their fucking lives. They realize that by visibly signaling to everyone else that the official corporate stance is, hey, we accept you, they're going to sell more product. Do they actually care about people who aren't like them? Do they actually care about gays or trans folk? Uh, well, I'm not an Anheuser-Busch staffer, so I can't say one way or the other. I'd say it's a safe bet to say they care at least as much as do other companies that have embraced the prismatic representation. Uh, and I mean that it's all a cynical ploy to appeal to consumers, and the people behind it have tenuous allyship at best. Or maybe I'm wrong. Maybe they actually do care, and they're realizing what a shrinking market close-minded jack-offs in the farthest-flung reaches of a trailer park really are. The beers are gay, and they're going to stay that way. Get the fuck over it. How do I know this? Because most people simply do not have a problem with gay folk, trans folk, drag queens, and everybody else who fucks in more than the missionary position with their eyes shut. How many of you who may hear this think somehow that gays are encroaching on your lifestyle? How many of you believe that trans folk are, for whatever dopey fucking reason you can invent, that they're out to hurt, manipulate, or groom your children. This is flagrantly ridiculous shit and needs to be called out as such. Some of you genuinely believe, you truly genuinely believe, that trans folk and drag queens are trying to recruit your children. Let me ask you something. What would it take for you to become queer, gay, or trans? What circumstances could possibly persuade you, Mr. He-Man, hyper-testosterone, I-Bench 300 at Planet Fitness, to get on your knees and suck a cock? Probably nothing, right? 
Not even Ryan Gosling in A Place Beyond the Pines. I don't care how straight you are. If you can watch him in that movie and not have your dick move, not only are you not gay, you're probably dead. I don't give a shit who knows it. Ryan Gosling, I am as straight as it gets. But so long as you stroll up with those shitty tattoos and swagger, you might just get this ass. I mean, there isn't much of it, but you're welcome to try. Your kids are not in danger from trans folk, gay folk, or drag queens. They are not trying to groom your children into a life of sexual servitude. If that's what you're afraid of, you'd be better off worrying what the youth pastor is trying to do with your sons when the lights go out. I'm not saying that to be flippant or glib. Sexual abuse and child grooming really is rampant, but not within the circles of ostracized, marginalized people. If grooming is what concerns you, turn your attention where you might not want to and really confront the fact that many institutions have grooming as a feature, not a bug. And yes, I'm sorry to say, your church is probably one of them. Right now, as I speak, there is yet another scandal involving the Catholic Church and institutional abuse by priests against children. Folks, I don't care if you are religious or not. I can tell you this much. God will not descend his holy ass down from heaven to protect your children from abusers. That's your job. It's up to you to do that. The people threatening your kids, their safety and their happiness, are not the men stalking the catwalk in a dress. The people threatening your kids are not folks on hormone therapy to affirm their gender. The people threatening your kids are not two men holding hands in public. None of that. Absolutely none of that is a threat to your children, so stop pretending it is. The reason you oppose these things is either because you don't understand them and you're afraid, or because you do understand them and you hate. And should it so happen that you hear this and you feel the venom pooling in the back of your throat, aching to drip off your tongue and past your teeth, just seething at the prospect of spitting a little bit of it into the ether, if you feel compelled to pen some letter full of misspelled words and malformed thoughts, if you feel that you should loudly proclaim your contempt, please remember this first. I flatly do not give a fuck, and any criticism you could give me will be quickly discarded, and in all likelihood, I will forget you exist by the next day. Raise a glass to that, you sullen dopey fuck. Let's conclude this episode with the following observation. Right now, even as I speak, the rights of gay folk and trans folk are under assault. A pack of frothing fuckwits pounding their Bibles and aching to control what other people do are stuffing the courts with conservative judges, gerrymandering districts so that they can win despite being a minority of voters. The rollback of Roe v. Wade, that was just the beginning. These awful people believe that theirs is the only way to live. And from what we can see over this bullshit brouhaha with Bud Light, they are absolutely easy to trigger, easy to bait, and easy to piss off. Not only should we continue to fight for equality for all, we should exacerbate the issue and force these mouth-breathing dummies to realize they are outnumbered. We must show up, show out, and shout down these calamitous retrograde piss-swilling motherfuckers at every opportunity. When it comes time, vote them out. When it comes time, shout them down. When it comes time, if you care about real freedom, real liberty, and real decency, don't sit idly by and watch all this unfold in front of you. 
Put your money where your mouth is, strap up your boots, and oppose the short-tempered, tantrum-throwing oafs like Kid Rock, oh, sorry, sorry, Rob Ritchie, and the crowing sycophants retweeting, sharing, liking, and reblogging their dumbass antics all over social media. And, I can't believe I'm saying this, one way you can show support is to encourage companies to demonstrate their own allyship. If you don't drink, sit this one out, but if you do... Well, fuck it, I guess it has to be said. I I guess go buy some Bud Light. Or Guinness. Or Coors. Or Miller. Or Actually, now that I think about it, pretty much every major company in America is loudly proclaiming themselves as allies, so just do your normal thing, I I guess. (sighs) Whatever. Kid Rock, your music sucks, your tantrums are shameful, and your taste in beer is atrocious. A grown man who can't handle seeing a fucking rainbow on a can... There's a word for someone who gets easily upset at shit they can't control. The word is snowflake. Until next time, folks, stay loud. Except for Kid Rock. Kid Rock, shut the fuck up. (laughs) 